Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today we are bringing back a past guest, Erica Diaz Castro, and she is sharing with us this very important tip that is involved with time management and productivity. It's going to help you reduce stress and so much more. I'm super excited to dive in and hear all she has to share, and I know you're going to be as well. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Star Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time, and I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you've found the solution. On this podcast, you'll find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ, time management tips for busy moms, and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive, and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, I know you are just as excited as I am to dive into this episode with Erica Diaz-Castro, but before we do, I would be doing you a disservice to let you know about the Fresh Start course that is launching next month, January 2024. We are all having a fresh start. We are going to simplify your life and schedule. Last January, it was truly my honor to walk a handful of ladies through this course, through this program, and see the clarity that they found around what matters most according to themselves and their families, to be able to create a plan to stay on top of all the things that matter, the confidence that they had in their schedule that actually worked for themselves and their family, the time management tips and tools that they gained, and just all of the resources that they still have even to this day in their tool belt to be able to effectively evaluate and pivot as seasons change and as priorities change and so much more. Sisters, I know that if you are listening to this podcast, this course is for you. You are a busy mom, a driven mom. You have many hats. You have fires that you are constantly putting out, but you have things on your heart that you really want to pursue. And you just want to have those rhythms and routines that flow so you can experience a little bit more shalom, a little bit more harmony and peace in your life, in your home, and show up fully present with everything that God has for you in this season, present with your kids, present with God, present with your spouse, present in a good steward of your home, but being able to pursue more, right? Being able to have those self-care items and so much more. Sisters, I could go on. This course is phenomenal and we are doing a live cohort starting January 22nd is day one. And I want to see all of your beautiful faces in there walking through this together with me and these really special ladies. So this course is being, um, gifted to you now considered a Christmas gift or whatever you want to call it. Um, 
at an early bird special. So if you go to intentionalabundance.life backslash fresh start, do the pay in full option. And right below that, you can see an option to enter a coupon code. The coupon code is early bird, all lowercase. You are going to save over 50% of the cost of this course. Sisters, this is my Christmas gift, my New Year's gift, my I love you, welcome Sasha back to the podcast gift, whatever you want to call it. Um, I know that this course is worth 10x times the amount you're going to invest in it. I'm truly so excited to walk with you guys through this transformational process. So uh, again, link is in the show notes. The code is early bird. You have until the first of the year to use that code and get in the fresh start. All right, without further ado, we are going to bring in this episode with Erica Diaz Castro. She is sharing a lot about communication and how it plays a very important role in your time management, in your productivity, and so much more. We are back today with my sister in Christ, Erica Diaz Castro. If you think that name is familiar, you are correct because she was here on episode 19, like over a year ago, sharing about biblical mindset through affliction. So if you have not listened to that episode, definitely go back and check it out. There's an article on the website about it as well. But Erica Diaz Castro is your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. She is the host of her renewed strength, the podcast where she helps anxious, overwhelmed Christian women with time management and developing a biblical mindset. My soul sister here, Erica, thank you so much for coming back and uh, being on the show again. Oh, I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me. And hey to everyone listening. I hope you all have been well since January of 2022. <laughs> right. It was, we were just like, when was that? It was so long ago. And I'm like, episode 19. Oh my goodness. The show was still so new back then, had yeah. a different name and everything. And so, mm-hmm. um, so much growth in uh, transition and change, I think, in both of our lives since then. We were talking about you moved across the country. I've had yeah. a baby. Like our podcasts have both grown so much in our businesses as well. And so it's really cool to come back together and have this conversation uh, that we're going to be having today about communication. But before yeah. we dive into that, is there anything else you'd like to add to that stellar bio? Honestly, it says everything, you know, I, I typically don't like shout out my family just because I like to keep family private, you know? Um, but I do, I am married. I have a couple of kids who are amazing and hilarious. And so I would say that while the podcast and the business have grown, I, uh, I can see that the Lord has led me to make motherhood and marriage my first ministries. And I'm so grateful that he refines us in that way because putting things in their place is so important. And I'll speak to that throughout this conversation, um, but it, it hasn't come, you know, freely. It's come at a cost, of course. And, and I'm so grateful to have paid that and to continue paying those dues. Yes. Yes. And amen. I love that. Make motherhood and marriage my first ministries and I'm all for it. I'm here for it hundred percent. Like that's, yeah. that's the first gifts that God has given you before right. expanding your tent. And so yeah. Erica, before hitting record, we talked about communication and how it is such a foundational piece of not just time management, but everything. And I know mm-hmm. 
you're really strong in this area and you've got so much to share with us. So I'm just going to give you the floor to, to share what God has put on your heart about communication and, um, I'll chime in and, and ask questions where, yeah. where needed, or maybe even share personal stories here too, but yeah. take it away. Thanks. So I will say that communication has always been a, a skill that comes naturally to me. I've always had confidence articulating what I feel or what I'm thinking. And I love to like read from the dictionary and read a ton of books when I was little. So I have words for days. And I think the biggest thing that I have seen in my own growth is just the refining of delivering that information that I'm trying to give to someone else or communicate and communicating in a way that honors the Lord and honors who I'm speaking to. So there are two main points I want to really share and highlight today. So I I hope that if you take anything away these two points stick out. The first is that communication is fully dependent on your ability to be clear in what you're trying to say. So you have to know what you are trying to say before you start saying it. And I don't know that, especially in an emotionally charged state, many of us stop and press pause, right? And ask God to give us the words. Um, And then the second thing is that we have to know why we're communicating with others what is the purpose of the exchange what is the purpose of that bridge uh being that gap being bridged and is the delivery honoring the lord are you representing him well and are you honoring the person you're speaking to are you meeting them where they're at are you talking at them or are you engaging with them so i'll dig into that first piece First, what are you trying to say? Right. And I think where I have grown the most is saying less. I think sometimes we feel like we need to get everything out. And there are all the ways that we are led really by our flesh when we do that. Very feelings led, things that are very shifty and change from moment to moment will drive us to communicate things that either aren't relevant aren't necessary, aren't appropriate. And we think in a moment, many times I can speak from experience, I'm going to speak for myself. Sometimes I have thought that my feelings, how I felt in that moment was enough to justify what I was saying to someone else because I was desiring affirmation, validation to be seen And so much of that is driven by my flesh. So I want to turn to Galatians chapter five and kind of hang out in the area that highlights the fruit of the spirit. In my Bible, I have the NIV translation. It says life by the spirit. So it really speaks to life as a Christian, right? And there are other areas in in God's word that speaks to life as a Christian. But here specifically, I want to highlight where in verse 22, it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when you hear those, they sound really beautiful, right? I would say that most of us want to be spoken to in that way, 
even if someone is upset with us, but we sometimes struggle to deliver whatever we're trying to communicate with that same, you know, appeal, right? With that same presentation, those same characteristics driven by love, right? Forbearance, kindness, gentleness, even self-control when it comes to anger. If your anger is aroused, sometimes you feel so charged up and you just are trying to release that. And for a lot of people I've worked with, a lot of the women I've worked with, especially the release of that is a verbal release. Like you literally unleash on someone else. And so when you think about what you're trying to say, I think it's important to take a tactical pause and consider what you're trying to convey to the person you're speaking with. What is it that you need to say versus what you want to say? And what are you trying to accomplish in this conversation? When you think about what you're trying to accomplish and really what would honor the Lord, you have to remember that our purpose as sons and daughters of Christ, of the Lord, of God, as Christ followers, is to glorify God. So is your speech glorifying him? Is what you're communicating glorifying him? Okay. The second thing that I highlighted that I hope we take away is why you're communicating this. Is it because you're trying to be right? Or is it because you're trying to land in a place where you are right with God, where you are both right with God, right? You and whoever you're speaking to. Okay. And this also applies to messages that you're sharing on wider platforms. So if you're speaking to a group, let's just say you have that opportunity, right? The Lord's given you a platform and you're using your platform to speak. Why are you sharing what you're sharing, right? Are you speaking to others with the intention of pointing them back to our Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you attempting to make yourself look good, right? And if you actually turn to the end of chapter five, uh, I'm sorry, if you go into chapter six in Galatians and you see, uh, it says, if anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else for each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Um, and then it, you know, if you skip down a couple of verses, you'll see that a man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Okay. And I share this because there are times when we communicate what we're trying to communicate because we are trying to appeal to our flesh. And we see very clearly that we're warned against that to not be doing that. So how does this apply to time management <laughs> or like intentional, abundant living, right? As you consider your day-to-day, as you consider the things that seem mundane, as you consider the ways that you go about structuring your day, uh, telling others what you're going to be doing, how you're going to be doing them. And really, if you're managing your home, how you're giving commands or guidance to those you live with, or if you're in an organization, right? If you run a business or if you work for a company, how you're speaking to your coworkers, just think about your everyday interactions, right? Think about what you're trying to say to others. 
and why you're trying to say it. If you're thinking about time management, maybe you're communicating with your spouse that you're you're going to be unavailable at a certain time. Now, what you want to communicate is, number one, that you're unavailable, right? But why are you communicating that? Because there might be some urgency that pops up that needs to be addressed, and maybe you're asking for backup. But if you don't actually ask for that, then you're leaving your your partner, whoever you're speaking to, vulnerable to assume or try to read between the lines. And I find very frequently that that leads to miscommunication, missed opportunities to connect and be just walking more intimately with someone. You you don't actually honor their time when you do that. You don't actually honor your own time when you do that. And unfortunately, it leads to expectations that are living in your mind that are not communicated to someone else. Um, other ways that this might show up is if you're seeking support in getting things done in your home, say there are some chores that need to be done, you have company coming, it's time sensitive, or even if you're just feeling under the weather, maybe you're feeling sick or just you know, around that time of month, I get really fatigued and I might need extra help, right? If you tell your partner, hey, I feel really tired lately, and that's all you say, what was the purpose of that? Are you trying to ask for help or are you just giving them a heads up in case they want to have conversations? Like you have to really be intentional, no pun intended, with understanding what the purpose of that communication is. And I mentioned before that I've talked, I've I've come to speak less. And the reason is because I noticed that sometimes I would just want to, you know, kind of fill the the silent gaps with noise and it wasn't productive. You know, productivity goes well beyond completing tasks. It actually applies to your walk with the Lord, to your relationships with your your spouse, your children, your friendships, your relationships with your family members, your relationships with your clients. You know, what is that what is the fruit of your efforts? What are you producing? My my productivity definition when I work with clients and inside of you know where I serve, the productivity definition I offer is efforts that start and end with the production of something, like something actually comes out of that. So what is coming out of your efforts, your communication, and how are you communicating, right? How and why is the message being shared. So that is, that's where I I hope you camp out for a bit. (laughs) Wow. That was so good. So, so good. I loved, um, your two very simple questions. Like what am I trying to communicate and why am I trying to communicate it? Very, very simple questions. And that's powerful for me because I, have definitely been an over communicator and mm-hmm. most of my life. And it's often not served me well. Same. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I could talk forever and I'm actually really proud of myself. I've been getting like 15 or less minute podcast episodes out, which is super powerful oh from gosh, yes. being able to just articulate a message a lot quicker. And 
like you had said, filling the space with noise, right? Like Mm -hmm. productivity, you said, goes beyond completing tasks. It goes and it has everything to do with even what we're saying and why we're saying it. And I love that you pointed out that it's so important to have our communication be honoring the Lord. And when you had said that, Philippians 4, 8 instantly came to mind to Mm -hmm. me. And it's finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And more so than thinking about these things, speaking about these things. I remember, you know, growing up, there's that phrase, sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me or something like that. And so um, I just think of that too, but I'm like, man, it's so important that we choose words that are, that are helpful, that are true, that are honorable and making sure we're not just filling the space. Like, I don't feel good, right? What's the point? And what are you hoping to get out of that? Why are you communicating that message? And then your definite definition of productivity is so good, right? The production of something, And so what are you trying to produce with your communication? Are you trying to produce um, help in a situation, right? Of like, I don't feel good this time of month. Do I want help in this? Do I need to communicate that I'm unavailable during this time? And because I'm going to need help in that situation, right? And so, so, so important, so powerful. I have so many conversations with clients that their communication between their spouse is somewhat lacking. Right. And, mm-hmm. and this is a big reason why is that I think they're not addressing those two questions. And so this has just been a very, very powerful conversation of like, they say something, but the why and why are they saying that? What is their hopeful expectation to get out of that? That point, I think, is really under communicated. So do yeah. you have any tips um other than all this information and value you've provided us today, but for people who are like just general, I'm not a good communicator or my spouse is not a good communicator. How, how can we get better at this? Um, And I know you gave us that, that tactical pause, taking a tactical pause, but is there anything else that you have to add in terms of that? Yeah, I think having a communication system is a non-negotiable in any house, in any business, in any forum, right? So knowing what communication system works really well for you, and I would say understanding what components of your communication system are needed for the relationship that you're in or for whatever forum you're in. So I'll give you an example of what a communication system might look like for a husband and a wife who either have kids or don't, but obviously cohabitate and like do life together. So I'll give you actually my, mine and my husband's, we have a shared calendar. And part of the reason we have a shared calendar is because he travels for work and I do pretty much all of our like home management stuff. So if there's like cleaning or uh, warranty stuff. We have a new build. So we have to do warranty stuff and all of that. Like I am in charge of that. I'm managing that aspect of our home life. So if there's something coming up, say 
the bug people are coming. I'm in Florida, ton of bugs. We have a bug company that comes and like sprays our house. So if that is happening, that's something on our shared calendar. If I have a podcast interview that is outside of my normal work block, I share that with him so that he understands we're not going to be running errands at that time. You know, I'm not available to hang out. We have something called table time where we hang out together. Even if we're not actually having conversation, we're just next to each other. And I also have a, um, a system where I'll share with him tasks that I need help with. And then I'll follow up with him an email just to make sure that he has it on his email so that he can insert that into his own like task system. So if there's something that needs to be done, we have like a pseudo meeting, not like anything formal, but we have a meeting of the minds, understand what's on our agenda for this week. Here are the things that are happening. We put it on our shared calendar and then any tasks that are specific to our own you know, responsibility or commitments, we would communicate that verbally to each other and then send a follow-up email. That is a very simple, very like basic communication system. Things have fallen through the cracks in the past when we don't follow that. And so this just helps us keep each other accountable. It helps us set expectations. And it also helps us understand where we might need to just be a little more available in other areas of our life, whether it's with the kids or not. So if you have a communication system in place, it helps with managing expectations. It helps with accountability. And it really does help to bridge the gap between where someone is in their priority list and where you are in your priority list. Because even though you're doing life together, you might have different priorities on a given day, you know? So just making sure that you're at the very least cognizant of that so that you're not in fully different worlds. I love it. So, so good. And I love how simply you broke it down. It sounds very similar to mine and my husband's because we have a family calendar. And Mm -hmm. if something, you know, like you're saying slips through the cracks, there's been times he's like, oh, I have physical therapy today at one. And I'm like, it wasn't on the family calendar. I have something now today at one, you know, so things slip through the cracks, but we have that system. Whereas like, I'll have things on my calendar. He has things on his calendar, but we have that same space and we communicate about it regularly. Um, We don't do emails because I think for us, the way we manage email would totally get lost. Um, But it took us so, so long to figure this out. And so if you're like, whoa, you know that I've never heard of anything like that before as a listener, um, for us, we've tried so many different things. And Mm -hmm. my husband for a long, long time really struggled with memory. And it was like five times a week. He's asking me, what are we doing on Friday? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. stop asking me that. I've already told you, you know, we tried Trello and we tried texting and we so many different things, but the shared calendar has been gold for us. And so try different things. You might find one that works better for you, but, um, essentially I love what Erica is saying. Just have that, that communication system in place that works for you and your spouse, because the benefits, man, the, the accountability, the availability, the managing expectations is so, so important in Erica's words, when you're doing life together, but might have different priorities on different days. So 
Wow. So much goodness, Erica. If somebody wanted to connect with you to learn more, um, connect with you on your podcast, all of that stuff, where can they find you? You can head to our website, herrenewedstrength.com. There are links for the podcast, for the community where I'll do like some live power coaching in there. I also host a quarterly Bible study. We're actually starting that um, first week of March. The first full week of March will be in the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk? How do you say it? I I, I would say Habakkuk, but I've heard yeah. it so many different ways. So <laughs> I have actually absolutely no idea how to say it, but that's what we're starting. We're going to be digging in for a few weeks and all the Bible studies that we have gone through, they live inside of the Facebook group. So they're really easy to find. And um, the podcast, it's just the easiest place to find a lot of content on the topic of time management, on Bible study, on biblical mindset, and just really rethinking productivity and doing life God's way and producing for his kingdom. Yes, yes, yes. And amen. I love it. Love everything that you shared with us today and everything that you stand for, Erica. Um, I love that that we're together in this boat of, no, let's not do what the world does. Let's do it's what so God's important. word says. And so, so that applies to motherhood, productivity, marriage, business, and so much more. So thank you again, Erica, for being here in this totally different podcast episode than what we discussed last time. Um, And I pray that this blessed each and every one of you listeners. Yes. Amen. Thanks for having me. And I'm, I'm praying over every woman who listens and for all those who are still coming. Yay. Thank you. Wow, what a powerful episode. Thank you again, Erica, for jumping in and sharing with us so much about communication and these time management tips that I know are gonna help so many. Don't forget to connect with her on her website. The link is in the show notes. Also, I want to remind you that the link is in the show notes for the fresh start. Use that code early bird, not just to have a fresh start to 2024, but to gain the tools, the knowledge, the understanding, the community and so much more that you need to have a successful and balanced life.